Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Beauty in the Network podcast. Friends, I am very excited because I have my first guest of the year here on the podcast, and they are a bridal beauty pro, and they are also a plant-based health coach. So I'm excited for you to tune into the conversation today that I have with Brianna. And we talked a lot about, you know, body positivity, um, intuitive eating, also how you can really curate an environment and what you can do in different situations or scenarios if you are trying to better your life or your health and really surround yourself with people who love and support you through doing that and so many other amazing things. Friends, this is definitely going to be an episode that is going to be truly valuable. And if you want to connect with Brie over on social media for her plant-based health coaching or as a Bride of Beauty Pro, just showing some love on all of her amazing boho braids, <laughs> you can find all of her information in the show notes so you can connect with her. But let's go ahead and tune on into the episode. Welcome to the Beauty in the Network podcast with your host, Jasmine J. Havenstreit. And this is a place for bridal beauty pros and service-based business owners who are looking to build the proper system in your business that protects your time, your energy, and your income. Learn from me and learn from other amazing guest experts in the beauty and wellness space to help you create the mindset that you need in order to thrive in your business at every single level. Learn how I went from a solo artist to a team owner of 18 plus amazing artists that service four states and how you can grow a bridal beauty team or a team that can help you grow and manage your business so that you can start reducing your to-do list. Let's go. Okay, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Beauty in the Network podcast. And right now, I am sitting here with someone who is amazing and who has been over on my Instagram community for I don't even know how long, but we have Miss Bree, and I'm not even going to, you know, try and do justice to try and introduce her. I'm going to let Bree introduce you um, to her because, one, she's a bridal pro, and she talks a lot about health. So, Bree, one, welcome to the show, and and can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and all about the beauty world and all about the health world as well? Hi, Jasmine. Thank you again for having me. <laughs> um, let's see. So yeah, I, I started in the beauty industry a while ago. And I, worked in the, I worked in the salon for about two years after I got out of beauty school in 2018. And then I started bridal braids by Brie um, in 2020. So it's just been a couple of years really, but um, I think the power of social media actually has helped a lot in doing a lot of different networking and meeting different vendors and things locally. So that was pretty awesome. And then also during 2020, like we had the pandemic. So that like starting that year was kind of weird because the yeah. opportunities were there, but they weren't all I don't know, like it wasn't always acceptable to, to work or whatever. I don't know. It was a weird year as we all kind of know. So I think I did like 15 weddings. And so that was really cool to get my feet wet on my own that way. Um, but then when, when things were pretty like 
when we were really at home, <laughs> like we weren't allowed to leave. Um, that's when I kind of got into the health coaching, like diving deeper because I've always been into health. Like I played sports in high school and stuff. So exercise was always really fun. And then, um, oh my gosh, I don't want the story to be too long, but ultimately I went vegan at the end of college because I also got my bachelor's in biology before all of that. Um, and I came across a PETA table and they kind of educated us on veganism and stuff like that. So that that's kind of how that happened. And then I went through a couple different phases with my nutrition in terms of, um, like eating high carb, raw vegan. So pretty much none of your food is cooked. I did that for a little while, kind of tested the waters there. And then after that, I kind of did a total 180 and I kind of did the junk food vegan route. Um, or eating a lot of processed foods and mm -hmm. not feeling very energized, not feeling super healthy, I guess, at the end of the day. Um, but then kind of in 2020, I found a really nice balance. I heard about um, eating whole food plant-based, which mm -hmm. is basically, it's, it's a lot of whole foods, but you could cook them. <laughs> and then I kind of melted that into my own world by allowing myself kind of the freedom to also eat some of the processed foods. So I think online, you see a lot of these like very niched down bubbles of do this mm -hmm. exactly like this, do this exactly like this. And I think in the real world, when people start living their lives, they realize that maybe they don't fully want to stick to just one thing. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of been a big theme in my life overall anyways, with the going to college biology, thought I wanted to be a doctor. And then I thought yeah. I wanted to work at a salon and then, you know, all these different things. And now I'm starting a couple of businesses and so the journey there has been cool. I feel at a really good place now with the nutrition. Um, I, in 2020, I took a course on plant-based nutrition and I took a course on intuitive eating, which was cool because in college, I, my body had changed. I had gained weight and stuff like that. So I'd spent a lot of time dieting with macros and counting calories and stuff. And, and then I became an adult and went out in the real world. And I was like, this isn't going to work full time for the rest of my life. So the, nutri the intuitive intuitive nutrition has been awesome. Yes. I love that. So one, you mentioned a couple of things that I definitely resonate with. So for me being in the bridal beauty world, um, and especially when I used to work at blow dry bars and just being, you know, on location for bridal as a mobile artist, it's so easy. Like when we're going to a wedding or whenever we're coming back from a wedding, like just quickly going through the drive-through or getting a quick snack. And for me, just like you said, like, as we get older, like things no longer like set in our bodies how it used to when we were in our teenage phase or in our early 20s and I noticed like my energy was plummeting like bad I thought that there was something wrong with me and I actually started to like dig deeper into health and you know what vitamins do I need to take like what deficiencies do I might have but yeah. I actually yeah but I actually found out that I had um some like food sensitivities that were definitely like playing a big factor into my energy. And that's when um, I was working with one of my friends who's also um, in the health coaching field. And she had me like just create like a whole enlightenment period of 
realizing like what foods I'm eating, what it's actually doing to my body, how it's affecting my energy. And when I tell you, I started to kind of switch up how I was eating, what I was eating. It was a big game changer. But one thing that I would love for you to talk a little bit more on is, you know, having being one being mostly passionate and the types of foods you want to eat because same I would try and do you know fully plant-based because you know plants you know it energizes you and all of the things but I'm like personally I am like a semi-vegan depending on the day because sometimes I'll have a steak you know sometimes I'll eat meat but I'm mostly plant-based because I know exactly how it how it works in my body and how it affects my energy. So for you, what has been a big game changer when it comes to switching to um, allowing yourself to eat what you want, but still being mindful about the plant base? But also I would love to kind of hear your take on allowing yourself to not just be in one lane or in one, you know, niche. So I would love to hear a little bit more on that and what has worked for you. Mm. Ooh, I love that. I love all of that so much because I think you hit the nail on the head with the plant-based thing, right? Like you don't have to be vegan to be plant-based, but by implementing plant-based ways of eating, you're going like, you're gonna to feel so much better. <laughs> and if you can yeah. If you can like keep it fresh and like include whole foods or whatever, that's, that's the key, I think. Um, but for me at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm all about simple. Like I'm ultimately like, I look so like, I've always got like high energy. Like I want to spread kindness and positivity, no doubt, but like, I'm lazy. Like I just want things to be simple. Yeah. Same. <laughs> like, I don't know. Cause I was just, I'd see so much like you see so many beautiful curated things online on, on YouTube and on Instagram and everyone just looks like they're killing it all the time. And then I'll go to do one of these recipes and it's like 45 minutes, 45 minutes, like every evening. And that can work. That can work like in a lot of ways, because we do like my husband, I love to take a couple nights a week and like, totally like turn on the music, have a glass of wine. Like, let's do this. Let's make some dinner. And also too, like if you can make some extra and save it for the next day, like that's cool. There's lunch. So there's benefits to taking the time to like do that and really, you know, put the intention behind your food and slowing down a little bit and throwing in some good stuff. Again, giving yourself grace to enjoy maybe a hearty meal too, like making vegan chicken Alfredo, but throwing some peas in there, maybe some broccoli, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. But then at the end, like another thing that was huge for me and that I really struggled with throughout my whole life, like we won't go too, too deep into all that like childhood stuff on through, but like you become an adult and again, we're very busy and we're rushing and we're eating a lot or we're accidentally skipping meals and then we're starving at the end of the day and we overeat and we feel horrible. We feel lethargic almost. So the intuitive eating was really big when I went through that program because it ultimately just told me to slow the heck down, make sure you're eating each of those meals so that you never find yourself so hangry because it's one thing to get hangry or like skip a meal once a week or here or there or whatever. But I was ultimately doing that a lot of days of the week, like most days, because I was at the salon, you know, you work the 12 hour shifts, you get there at 10, you leave it, you leave at nine or whatever. Sometimes I would pack two lunches and have like two meals in a smoothie, but like that's Sometimes that wasn't always possible. I wasn't always on my game. So I think just the, 
at the end of the day, the plant-based thing is so important, but if you're a newbie to like wanting to take care of yourself at the end of the day, just getting in meals is, is like what I tell my clients, because I think we all want to be plant-based. We all want to eat that 80% of the time and, and more, but mm-hmm. when you're first getting started, you might just be starting with eating one fruit and one vegetable every day, because let's be real. Yeah. Some people don't. Yeah, that you, okay, so you mentioned like so many important things um, and I would love to kind of dive deeper into that. So you mentioned, you know, when you're in the salon, you might not necessarily like the night before be able to prep a 45 minute meal or, you know, when you come home, you know, take 45 minutes to, you know, prep everything, cook everything, because by the time we get home from working a wedding or being in the salon, like we're tired, (laughs) we're tired. We want to go to sleep. We want to relax. We want to just enjoy, you know, who we are around in the company that we have, or just being by ourselves. Right. So I know for me, before I became, you know, like semi-plant-based, semi-vegan, I had so many excuses on why this wasn't going to work for me. You know, uh, you know, fresh foods cost too much. It's going to be hard to be consistent. I don't want to fully give up meat or whatever it is. And I would love for you to just kind of like share with me, like, what is one of the biggest reasons you feel like a lot of people hesitate to getting into introducing more plant-based foods into their diet. And just like you said, even if it's like one fruit, one veggie for the day, like that is still a win. But for you, since this is the field that you work in, what has been like the biggest challenge that you feel like people who are newbies to the plant-based world, what do you feel like is stopping them from fully diving into that world? And what is a tip that you can kind of like give someone who's thinking about transitioning, but not quite sure how? This is almost like an easy question. And I was nervous when you first started. (laughs) So I think we're all like, I think we're too hard on ourselves. (laughs) Like we, we, we want to, we want to, like you said, we want to dive in, but sometimes it isn't always a dive at first. Sometimes we're like, just sticking our toes in and trying and then just be comfortable sticking only our toes in for quite a while and building that foundation, like making those little habits stick because, you know, when we go for that lifestyle change, like it's just, it can be so overwhelming in the beginning. And I remember feeling that so often before I worked with mindset coaches and did more like self-development and stuff was just like, I'm not doing this good enough. So I won't do it at all. Yeah. Whereas really sometimes just trying and doing little things is like, that's going to be the power that like pushes you forward. What's that called? Exponential growth, you know, yeah. like, oh yeah. Yeah. I think we're too hard on ourselves. And sometimes we just have to give ourselves grace and try. Absolutely. I love that. I really love that. And you know, that that's also in so many different areas of like your life, your business, your relationships. Um, Like for example, I'm a nerd for systems, as you guys know. And before I was into the systems world, I was terrible at tech. Sometimes I'm still terrible at tech. (laughs) And for me, when I first started with the tech, I feel like sometimes if we are so used to getting things right, things have to be perfect, you know, things have to look a certain way, feel a certain way. When we're doing something that's very new in the beginning, and if it doesn't feel like it's second nature, we don't want to continue to do something that's going to make us feel like we're inadequate or we're not yet 
at that level yet. So then we protect our own feelings by not even doing it at all or just saying this isn't for me this is this is stupid this is a waste of time or you know whatever we want to say to like make ourselves feel better in the moment but just like you said giving giving ourselves grace but also baby stepping it along the way so even with like an example of systems or an example of marketing when we first post online maybe our first post that we ever created to market our business, maybe it's not the greatest, right? But our 12th post, we're getting a little bit better. Our 30th post, we're like, okay, I got this now. And then, you know, a year later, it can be like a whole 360 change in, you know, how your business is. But when it comes to the health world, maybe your energy levels are up. Maybe your skin is glowing. Maybe you are getting a little bit more tone. So there's so many benefits when it comes to just giving ourselves grace and allowing ourselves to be new at something. So I really love that. And I would love for you to just kind of um, tell us a little bit more about, you know, some of the processes that you take like your clients through. I know you said a little bit about mindset. So how does mindset um, take into factor when someone is trying to change their habits around what they're eating and especially intuitive based eating um what is something that we should definitely um like look for yeah so i feel like with health everyone's kind of starting with a little bit of a different background and mm. especially with me because i'm a bit of a newer coach i'm kind of working with a lot of different kinds of people so for some people it's like um like it's time restraints for some people it's they feel like they don't know enough some people come from that dieting background and they're having a really hard time like adjusting their thoughts around food and their relationship with food and mm -hmm. maybe labeling some foods good and some food bad but realistically yeah. food is fuel and you can incorporate whatever feels good for your body Absolutely. So, but at, just at the base level we kind of start doing exactly what i told you about the intuitive eating with the just making sure they're eating meals because so many people that come to me, they say that they're low energy and they say that they find themselves eating a lot of junk food or processed foods. But once I start asking them questions, I'm hearing that maybe they're not eating breakfast or just having coffee. So then lunch rolls around and they feel super snacky, but they don't have a lunch prepared. Yeah. Um, or maybe they yeah, go all day in the salon. And then at night they're like, I don't know why I can't like only eat a couple cookies or I feel like I eat so much in the evening. And I'm like, babe, you didn't eat all day. Like your body's yeah. so hungry. <laughs> so it's kind of just as simple as that in the beginning is just making sure that they're eating meals each day. And that's kind of hard for some people, but the what, like once they work with me and we stay together for a couple weeks, they're like, okay, this is getting easier. The first week sucked so hard, but I did have a couple of days where I did it. Like I had, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks that I needed. And then, so that's kind of, that's the first, that's the groundwork. Mm -hmm. Once that's set and they're feeling good there, then you can start talking about what we're eating. Because mm -hmm. in the beginning, I don't care what they're eating. I'd say, just get your meals in and make sure you are eating when you're hungry, stopping when you're full, once you feel satiated. And then, you know, do I need a snack? No. Okay. I'll wait till lunch, you know, that sort of thing. So then we start talking about what we're eating and we kind of learn more about the proteins, the carbohydrates, the fats, why they're all important, how they can benefit us, how they can make us feel better. 
obviously plants. Is there any way you can get some wholesome plants in your meal for me? Whether it be fruit with breakfast, you maybe need to get the canned vegetables. Maybe you need to get the frozen vegetables. Again, I don't care. Everyone's like access to things is going to be different. Some people have more money than others. Some people have more time than others. Some people have, you know, don't have kids. Some people do. So whatever is accessible to them, we kind of talk about that. Again, it's, it's kind of individualized, which is why I love it. I think that's great because we're all different. Um, and then from there, we kind of start diving into a bit of the body image stuff, actually, because I feel that once we get more in tune with having respect for our body and it, at least being in a neutral place, maybe you're not you know, in love with your body yet. Maybe you've got room for growth, but we're not tearing ourselves down. Once we get to this neutral place, we can kind of more easily align our actions to our goals. Because I feel like when we come to health, nutrition, exercise, exercise from this negative place, we kind of get in this thing of, again, wanting to go all in and wanting to change things right now because I don't like myself and I need to be better. And I think, you know, that can get you so far. And maybe for some people, it'll take you all the way. But in my experience, I feel like the journey is so much more enjoyable once you can get in tune with like, what are, what are some things that we can love about our bodies? What are some mindset shifts that we can start having around the things that we don't like so that Mm -hmm. we can start exercising out of a place of like wanting to just take care of ourselves? Yeah. Because then, you know, it's not such a big deal if you recognize intuitively, like, I'm so tired today, like a workout I don't think is going to happen. But I can go to bed early tonight and I can really try to get up 30 minutes early tomorrow and try to get something in before I leave for work or just have more energy after work to do something before dinner or after, you know. So I just, that's kind of, we, we do have those conversations all throughout, but at the end, the, the like 10th, I'm sorry, 11th and 12th weeks, that's where I really kind of dive into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because they also too have let their guard down a little bit with me and they feel more comfortable to discuss things like that because it's kind of vulnerable, right? <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I love that so much. And like every, like the way that you explained it, I feel like you definitely just gave the the audience like so much clarity and it's so relatable to just all areas of your life. And when it comes to, you know, loving ourselves and loving our bodies and sometimes, you know, from a negative headspace, we can kind of overdo it sometimes. And I feel like when we come from a place of, you know, trying to fix different areas in our life, whether it be, you know, our health, our wellness, or how we're showing up. If we go at it too hard, if we go from zero to a hundred, like just like that, you're not going to have a great experience and it might turn you off and it might take a while for you to want to even like entertain the habit again, right? That's, that's the same for relationships. That's the same for friends, for business and, you know, health and mindset. So importantly, like even for me before I became, you know, very mindful and very self-aware before I even got into the mindset space in the health space, like just me eating health, um, healthier foods in general, I was such a negative Nancy. And it was because of how I was viewing things, how I grew up, my perspective on things, like what was for me and, you know, what different family members have done in the past. And, you know, just feeling like the black sheep, because maybe the people who you're around, they're not necessarily um, on board with your new transition or your new shift or your new way of thinking. So just to kind of like in our chat and before um, you tell everyone how they 
they can connect with you online and learn a lot about you. Can you tell us, you know, as a person who is trying to better themselves, um, whether it be, you know, self-love or just the foods that we're eating, what's a tip that you have, or maybe like a simple shift for someone who is maybe hanging around people who aren't necessarily eating in the ways that you're eating, or maybe they're like, what do you mean you don't want these snacks? Like, who are you? Who are you becoming, right? Like, what is a tip that you can give someone who might be in an environment that's not necessarily helpful to their growth? Mm. Yes. So the first thing that came to my mind is that saying that like knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're kind of in that place, you've maybe done a little bit of the self-development or just educating yourself or whatever to learn about nutrition and why it's so important. And then, so these people saying these things, they, they haven't done that yet. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, when I'm in that situation, like around friends or family that are kind of that way, for me, I love to like bring foods to share so they can taste it Mm -hmm. and maybe just sprinkle a little something of like, why maybe just like one or two sentences of like, why green, why we should have just a salad with this dinner. Like, even if it's going to be a cheeseburger or spaghetti or whatever, we could have a salad before. So at least we can get some whole foods in there, some fiber, some vitamins, nutrients, and just a little giggle and be done with it. Like, and most of my family will kind of like nod their head and stuff. But over time, they have started including more whole foods as well. And Mm -hmm. also leading by example, I think is a huge thing too. Like if you're doing your best to eat well and move your body a few times a week, hopefully every day, I guess, move, but maybe you're not like hit a workout every day, but getting a walk in or something and maybe inviting them to come along or inviting family over for dinner, like, and maybe they, maybe they bring their own food too, but just like inviting them in and sharing with them. So there's that aspect of like, these are people that you want to bring with you. And then there are people that you kind of recognize, maybe you don't necessarily want to be around them so much. And that I think depends on what type of personality you have. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for some people that may be a conversation. For me, I'm kind of the type of person to just reach out a little bit less, or maybe not agree to getting together as often. Um, So you kind of have to make that decision for yourself, I feel. But Um, yeah, I think those would be my two like thoughts around that. Yeah, those are great. Those are so great. And one of the things that you said was lead by example. I feel like that is so important and so key for so many different things. Um, I'll kind of give a little example on how this has helped for me and in a way where you're not necessarily like pushing your views on, you know, your friends or your family and things like that. Because, you know, when we're learning about, you know, nutrition or mindset or health or whatever it is, you can get so excited and you just want to share it with everyone. Like, this is what I'm doing. Oh, this is what I learned. But you want to be mindful about how you are sharing it, right? Like you said, like, it might be like two sentences. Maybe we're not going on a full rant. Like, do you know what this is doing to your body? But maybe we're just like giving them like, oh my gosh, well, you know, I'm starting to eat this because X, Y, and Z. Um, I remember um, I was chatting with my little sister and she basically told me that I was a verb in our family. She's like, oh, she's about to jasmine us. And I'm like, what do you mean? And it was because I 
so excited about different topics and I would literally just like talk people's heads off about what I'm doing and why I changed from this and why I'm no longer doing xyz and we have to be mindful about people's body languages and how they're taking in what we are saying and sharing but also knowing like okay I can kind of cut it off I can just say what I have to say and then I can cut it off if they ask me a question I'll just respond quickly and then I'll cut it off right so that it doesn't turn into like a long rant like oh she and she's better than us because she's eating you know whole foods and plants and she's into this mindset thing or whatever it's called uh who does she think she is right so I love how you said just leading by example. And sometimes that will spark their interest. Like, oh my gosh, I see your skin is glowing. I see that you're looking amazing and you're showing up so much more confidently. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is this plant-based thing that you're doing? Okay, will it still work for me if I do X, Y, Z? They'll just naturally get curious because you're being consistent with it. People will see, okay, this is something that she's serious about. So I love that you said that. So before we go, um, do you have any closing words for us? And definitely let us know um, how we can find you on social media in case anybody would love to connect with you and learn a little bit more about your services. Ooh, um. Oh my gosh. I think we covered all the juicy, all the good stuff for sure. Um, yeah. As far as the coaching, um, my Instagram is plant-based with Brie and my website is plant-based with Um, and then, yeah, I do wedding hair in Cincinnati, Ohio area. And that's bridal braids by Brie <laughs> Instagram and, and website. So yeah, all the good stuff. You can follow me on there. We all know us girls. We love to get on there and share the love. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again, Brie, for hanging out and talking, you know, beauty, talking health, wellness, mindset, all of the good things that we need over here in this audience. And I'm so excited for people to connect with you over on Instagram and all of the fun things. I will leave all of Bree's information in the show notes. So in case you want to connect with her, follow her, love on some of her, her bridal work and some of her health uh, posts over on Instagram, definitely make sure that you check out the show notes. And that is going to be the end of today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you have any questions about how you can work with Brie or how you can work with me, all of the details are going to be below. Bye friends. Bye Jasmine. <laughs>